Gentlemen, James Marshall here in Budapest, Hungary with an Ask the Natural. This is from Jombo Nagy, which is a Hungarian dude. He says, hey naturals, first of all, screw you guys for taking all the Hungarian girls. I live in Budapest too. Sorry man, I'm trying to limit the amount of chicks we're stealing off you. Uh, we all have girlfriends now. My question is, when is it too late to approach a girl? By that I mean, after you fail to make eye contact or say you're sitting on a metro and you've sat in front of her for minutes and you haven't approached her. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Question here is essentially, is there a point when it's too late to approach a girl when you've been in proximity with her. And this is a very common thing to happen for guys who are wanting to approach girls. You see the girl, you walk past her, and then you're like, ah, fuck it. Uh, well, I can't go back now because I already walked past her. Or as this guy said, you know, you're sitting on the metro, she's there, you're there, minutes pass, ticking by, and you're like, every minute that goes past, how do I now breach this silence? In answer to your question, there is not actually a point where it's too late, although there are certainly points where it's better to operate than others. And when I read this question, it reminded me of something that happened with me and Liam. It was years ago, I don't know, five years ago, we'd finished teaching a workshop uh, one night in Sydney. And so we were like, come out of the club, we're kind of in that post-workshop day, just like standing there going, fuck, life's weird. And this gorgeous girl who didn't look like she was a clubbing chick, this was a Friday night at 2 a.m. or something, kind of in a wafy hippie dress, and she was not drunk, and she was just sort of like prancing like this angel through through the, the mess of the post nightclub vomiting out of people onto the streets. And this girl walks past us and both Liam and I go like this, just stare at this chick as she walks by. And then I said to Liam, no one can certainly approach her now that we just lecherously lecched at her very clearly for about 30 seconds. And then Liam and, I, and we both went, oh yeah. And then Liam went, hang on a minute. I don't think that's true. And then he ran off after the chick, ran off, chatted to her, brought her back and ended up taking her back with us to the place we we're staying at. And he had sex with her and I didn't. So it was a, it was a cool little wake up call to me in that moment that my limiting belief, which was that because I hadn't approached in optimal circumstances, right? Because she had seen us looking at her and we obviously were two dudes standing, staring at her, that therefore now we can't approach because we look like creepy weirdos. Whereas in Liam's delusionally confident mind, he was like, yeah, we look like creepy weirdos, but I can still go and say hello to her and maybe I can fix that, which he did. So the basic answer to your question is that there is not a point where it is too late to approach a girl as long as she, you can still get to her, right? If she's disappeared on the train or been launched into space, maybe it's too late, but if she, you can see her, you can talk to her. Now, there is definitely an awkwardness. If, if a girl's sitting here and I come and sit down next to her on a bench and I don't say anything for a few minutes, yeah, this is creating negative tension. And I always talk about pressure and release in terms of it being the engine of seduction, the thing that, that pumps sexual tension and generates momentum in terms of what a seduction is. And there is positive and there is negative tension. Positive tension is searing eye contact and a little tentative touch and a flirtatious remark and a little wiggle of the eyebrow. No, don't do any wiggling of the eyebrows. Don't, don't wink either. I, told, I said that in a video recently I was like don't wink at girls and some guy was really pissed off he wrote multiple comments about how he winks and he's going to stand by the wink well all right if winking's working for you go for it I don't recommend it just looks what is that what is that unless I'm like a cockney geezer darling you know how it is maybe I'll get away with it then so if there's negative pressure accumulating which is awkwardness right if I go and say hi, hi there how are you to a girl and she's like hi and I stand there like this 
I'm creating pressure, but it's not the type of pressure that's going to turn into sexual tension unless I skillfully redirect it. It's the tension where she's like, okay, I don't know what this is, it's awkward, I don't like it, so I'm going to resolve the pressure by removing myself. So you need to be aware that if you're generating negative pressure, awkwardness in a situation, I have to release it and transmute it into something more positive. So if I've sat down next to the girl and I'm sitting there for three minutes and I didn't talk to her when I should have, which is straight away, and minutes have ticked by, okay, how can I resolve this? Well, the answer generally is very simple. I just call it out. I don't have to make a big song and dance about it, but I can say, yeah, I I waited way too long to talk to you, but uh, I'm just going to do it anyway. What's your name, right? So in that way, I acknowledge that I waited too long, that it was, you know, not the ideal thing. I'm not apologizing profusely or making a big issue of it, but just by the nature of me calling it out means that the girl will recognize, okay, he's not some autistic weirdo who's sat there and thinks that this is a good idea to sit next to a girl for three minutes and then we just be sitting there and then it is finally time to speak. But don't do that. And you, you differentiate yourself from that strange Bond villain by just calling it out. So yes, you can absolutely do this. However, in general, the best thing to do is to approach when you see the girl for multiple reasons. Yes, because it diffuses that initial tension, but primarily for your own momentum. Right, your own internal intention and propulsion towards your goal. Hesitation is the thing that all of you guys who are watching this is the thing that's holding you back. If you didn't hesitate, you probably wouldn't be watching this video. You would be running after chicks and making shit happen. Of course, it's not just the running up and saying hi that makes a seduction, but without that, nothing happens. And that is the thing that we are constantly working on with guys to try and crack out of that not taking action when they should have. But you should also keep it in mind that it's like, okay, in general, I want to see the girl and act. And if I don't, then I should go, oh, I didn't act, and now I'm going to go and act. Right, so there is no perfect time and there does not need to be a perfect time or a perfect synchronicity or perfect way to approach a girl. Most men are terrified that if they go and approach, they'll do it incorrectly as if there is some perfectly correct way to do things. Of course, there's better ways, there's worse ways, there's more effective, but at the end of the day, it's the person that takes action even if it was too late and then runs back down the street and says, hey, listen, I, um, I'd be kicking myself if I didn't come and talk to you. I just saw you and I had to come back and say hi. That, that could be your fucking girlfriend. And we have done this countless times on workshops where a guy will get him to go and approach a girl and then he doesn't ask for the number for some reason. And he comes back and we go, why didn't you ask the number? And he goes, ah, yeah, I forgot. And I'm always incredulous. I'm like, how did you forget? You're on a seduction workshop. The only thing you need to remember is to talk to girls and try and fuck them and you have to get their number. It's interesting because really they didn't forget. It's, It's part of their defense mechanism of sabotaging yourself before you succeed. Very common. Fear of success. What happens if I ask for the number? And either she rejects me and I don't like that or she accepts me and then I have to follow through with this whole thing of revealing myself. So that's a common thing where guys will sabotage themselves at escalation points, being the number. So in that situation, we go, oh, that's a pity. Well, I guess you'll just have to run back down the street because I can still see her and ask for the number. And they go, well, well, I can't do that. That'll be fucking weird. Yeah, cool. Better weird than celibate. Better to be not perfect and it possibly work than it to be the other thing, which is the not sex thing. So, and then we say, okay, just run after and say, hey, I, I don't know, I just slipped my mind for some reason, but I'd like to see you again. It's, it's a preframe. It's a calling out. It's an acknowledgement that I understand what's going on in this situation. I understand that, okay, now I've run back after you. Is that weird? Well, maybe, sort of. It could be kind of weird, but like here I am anyway. Too bad. So you get the idea. Do it. And then if you didn't do it, then go and do it. And if you still didn't do it, then go and do it. And just say, oh, I didn't do it, but now I'm doing it. 
That's how it's done. So there's an extension on this question, again from Jumbor, something to add, or as he would say in Hungarian accent, something to add. Even in a situation where you've been around a girl for days, if not weeks, in a course you're taking or at an event, when is it too late? And until it is not too late, but still kind of late, how should, you, how should the approach be done? Right, so this situation is not the, the girl on the street that I let walk past. This is the, I'm in university or I'm at some event or I, at a workplace. I'm aware of the girl. She's been there. Maybe we've said hello or in some way or another. We're aware of each other, but I haven't made any kind of seductive move on her. This, yes, definitely there is a point where it can be too late to try and pick up a girl if she's in the vicinity of your life. Because, and this is a, this is a mistake that many men make, is that they become interested in a girl, they have a crush on a girl in their course or at their workplace or something, they let it go for a long period of time and then they start gradually trying to move towards seduction or dating with her. And how do they do that? By being friendly with her, right? By trying to go on, go or go to lunch with her with an excuse related to work or randomly trying to wait outside the thing that they might bump into her. All this kind of nice guy shit which does not work. Unless the girl happens to have a big crush on you and then you're both awkwardly waiting until someone fucking makes a move, which can happen. But the reality is that women, all women, spike attraction, they're attracted to a man fast and that attraction dissolves quickly if not acted upon or escalated on. Sometimes within a social circle, people will have a simmering attraction or like the nanny and what was the, what was the dude, that, the, the English dude and the nanny that took like six seasons for them to finally get together. Many TV shows where there's the boiling, simmering thing and it's giving guys the wrong idea that if you just sort of kind of hang around each other for long enough that eventually you'll have this boiling attraction. Yeah, occasionally friends, who people who've been friends or colleagues for ages will hook up at a, at a work event or something, but it's the exception rather than the rule. Women are attracted to men fast if they're going to be attracted to him and they're attract the action of him taking action, the, the process of him demonstrating his masculinity, his intentions, and trying to move this somewhere is an attractive thing in and of itself, right? Just being static me as my personality without the action of showing what it does and how it operates in the world is not very attractive. I can be on paper the most technically interesting man on the planet, even more interesting than Dan Blazerian, even more interesting than a guy who got all his money from his dad and says that he won it in poker and has a golden machine gun. Even more interesting than that, yet if I just stand there and do nothing, then what is it? It's, it's inert, right? So it's the action of me moving and doing shit with my life that show, demonstrates who I am. And in context of man-woman, that is the, okay, I'm taking action to try and date you, to ask you out, to try and kiss you, to all the stuff that is seduction, right? So if I haven't demonstrated that I'm capable of that very quickly, then the girl very, very quickly puts me into a category of friend or irrelevant male in my orbit. And that's the, the most common complaint of the nice guy, which I was, which all of the guys in our crew were at some point, is that they put in all this effort and, and then suddenly for possibly months, if not years, with a girl, and then some dude swoops in and goes, hey, you want to get a fucking beer? And she has sex with him that night. How dare she after all of the work I put in? Well, the work was simply me allocating effort, which was not seductive, which was just time and like proximity and expecting that that is going to equate to seduction. So yeah, the answer to that question is very often it's too late to try and move on a girl that you've been in the proximity of for days, weeks and months. Because she, if she ever considered you as a dating prospect, which maybe she did, because that can be a thing. You get all these like momentary indicators of interest from a girl. You walk into the class on the first day, she glances around and goes, oh, he's cute and gives him a little look. Gives you a little look. And maybe she gives you a wink. Don't wink back. No winks. And yes, you're a geezer, governor. She gives you a something and she goes, oh yeah, maybe I'd fuck him if he made a move today. And then he goes, oh. And then three months later, he's still thinking about that look. 
right? He's still thinking, okay, maybe it's... No, girls girls like us, we walk down the street all day and we go, yeah, had sex, I would have sex with her, I would have sex with her, I would have sex with uh, various other people. And then five seconds later, I don't remember what that person looks like. Girls do that. They project their sexuality onto men. They ponder whether or not they'd take that person's penis inside them. And then they forget about it five seconds later because no action was taken. So don't think because you got some interest from a girl once that it stays in the bank. <laughs> it's gone unless you act upon it. So that's the answer. Yes, generally, if you have waited more than like the first few interactions to try and make something happen, then it probably is too late. However, it's better to find out late that it was too late than to ponder and worry, wonder about it forever, right? If you're in a situation where you've been in a course with a girl, you've been in proximity and two weeks later and you're like, fuck it, all right, I'm going to do something about this, then, okay, do it in a low-key way. Don't make a big song and dance about it. Just say, hey, we've been hanging out in the course for weeks. I'm wondering if you just want to go grab a coffee. And then be very well prepared that it's quite likely that whatever attraction, if there was any, is dissipated. However, maybe the girl's just like, okay, yep, all right, I was waiting for you to do that. Or on this given day, you've spiked that. Or just by taking action, suddenly I've seen you in a slightly different light. Okay, yes, certainly that, that kind of thing can work. It's too late, baby, now it's too late. Thought we really did try to make it. Don't wait. Life's passing. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.